everyone, and welcome to the Purpose Unstoppable Podcast, where we're encouraging you to step out to fulfill the calling and purpose God has placed upon your life with boldness. My name is Tiffany Hill, you guys, and today I am so very excited because I missed you all. I have missed you all. I did not come on for the whole month of July, and I want to share some good news with you. I'm now on YouTube. It's the Purpose Unstoppable YouTube channel, so we've been working on that, and and I also want to let you know just to follow me on Facebook and also follow us on Instagram. You can find us there when you do not hear from me on the podcast. So today I have a really good juicy word and I want to actually bring it to you exactly what the Lord has placed on my heart. And so we're going to be talking about standing up for the true gospel of Jesus Christ. And we're going to find out how we're going to do that. So right after we finish praying, we're going to get right into the word. So let us go into prayer. Father God, we thank you so very much for this day, Lord. We ask that you have your way upon this podcast, Father God. Invade our space today, Father God. Speak a word to us, Father God, that is so needed right now in the hour that we are in right now, Father God. Lord, we just ask that you touch everybody, Lord, listening today, Father God. Let the word that you speak, Father God, resound upon your people's hearts, Father God. We love you, Lord. We adore you. We honor you. We worship you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. So today we're going to come from the book of Jude. And Jude is actually writing a letter to those who are called in the love of God and in the care of Jesus Christ. Now that's us. We are all called to do something special, to do something unique that only you were designed and created to do. You have a purpose. You have a calling on your life. And and God has placed you here for a purpose, for a reason. You're not called to just sit on the sidelines and watch everybody else playing the game. But you're called to actually get in the game yourself. You have a place on the court. And you know it's time for you to come out of your shell. Come out and do what God is calling you to do. Step into what he has for you. And so Judas, writing to us, those who are called. And he's writing to us, warning us about these ungodly and false teachers. But he was referring to them back in biblical days. But we know today that we have ungodly and false teachers and people around us in our environment, in our communities, on our jobs, where we go. So we want to make sure that we make it relatable to what's going on today. So we have, he's writing, warning us about these ungodly people in our environments. These ungodly people that he's warning us about, they're saying that, Because of God's grace, grace means unmerited favor. Because of God's grace, it allows them to live how they want to live. They can do what they want to do. They can live an immoral, sinful life. They believe you were saved by what you knew, and it had nothing to do by the way that you behaved or the way that you acted. But I can particularly relate to this particular situation because before God changed and transformed my life, I was was saved, I believed, Jesus Christ, I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior into my heart. I was baptized. And I just thought that that was okay. I was fine because I had done that. I didn't think nothing was really wrong with my life until I had my experience in my closet with the Lord and I could not stand in His presence in the condition that I was in. So if I couldn't stand in His presence in the condition that I was in in my closet, I'm sure I wasn't going to be able to stand in His presence when I departed the earth. So what I'm saying here is this. It's not enough for us to have the knowledge and understanding about who Jesus Christ is. Because that won't keep us safe. 
but we have to have the wisdom of God to be able to apply the knowledge and understanding that we have about Jesus Christ to our lives that will create a lifestyle that is pleasing to God. Now, this Christian lifestyle that we have, it's, it's an everyday thing. We just don't turn it off. We turn it on every single day. It's, he's a part. Jesus is a part of our lives every single day. So we live Jesus Christ. We're in a relationship with God. So our relationship continues. It's an everyday thing. And so Jude talks to us about this Christian lifestyle that we have. And it's, in, it's called contending for the faith. Because as we live Jesus Christ, there's a certain position, there's a certain posture that we have to have. And that's standing up for the true gospel of Jesus Christ. So when we're standing up for the true gospel of Jesus Christ, we're not just speaking it with our mouths, which is very important that we speak it out with our mouths and we tell the truth, we speak the truth, we teach the truth, we preach the truth. But we also have to live it out. We have, we have to act it out. So it's not just enough to speak it out, but we also have to, to go along with what we say. We also have to do it. Be doers of the word. Live Jesus Christ. As we're standing up for the true gospel of Jesus Christ, we don't, we're not passive about it. We're not passive about standing up for the true gospel of Jesus Christ. Because we're doing this to glorify God. We also are, we are around people in our environments that are looking at us. They're looking at us saying, wait a minute, you're a Christian. So what's different about you is that you live Jesus Christ. You act it out and you speak the truth about who Jesus is and who you serve. Because if not, people, they'll continue to believe that it's okay to live the way you want to live and act the way you want to act and live a moral, sinful life. And it's okay when it's not okay, when it's actually being rebellious towards God. So Jude talks to us between verses 5 and 16. He gives us different stories about what it looks like for those who were disobedient and rebellious towards God. So he gives us several different stories. And I encourage you to go and dive deep into Jude and read a lot of those stories. But I don't want to mention two of those stories today. So the first story is this. So the children of Israel, they were in the wilderness. And God is God told them to take, you know, take the promised land, the land that was promised to them. This land flowing with milk and honey. And they refused to go because of fear. They were afraid. God told Moses to send a few people over into the promised land to assess the land and see what was over there. And some of the people came back and reported what they seen. And they said, man, this is a nice land. This is ours. And they also came back to put fear in people. They were afraid because of the people. They were big. They were giants. And so they were afraid to take on this land that was promised to them because of the people. And so they were fearful. And they said, they, God should have just left us where we were. He should have just left us in bondage in Egypt, in our comfort zone, where we knew what to expect. See, God is telling you that he wants you to step out of fear. Because if you allow fear to keep you seated, when God is telling you to move, you will stay where you are. See, fear is a, a spirit that, could, that attaches itself to us throughout the people in our environment or even our situations that we encounter. Your situation may look scary right now. It may, it may look crazy right now. You may not be able to even understand, like, how in the world would God be able to turn this around for me? Because it just looked just that crazy. But God wants to do the unthinkable in your life. He wants to He wants to change your life. He wants to send you into your promised land. He wants to give you what belongs to you. But he can't do it if you don't do your part and move and do what he's telling you to do and come out of fear. See, fear paralyzes you. It keeps you muzzled. It keeps you bound in, in, in jail to where you cannot move. 
And so God wants you to step out and do what he's telling you to do. Move into the direction that he's calling you into so that you can take on your promised land. There's something special. There's something unique that he has placed on your life that he wants you to be able to even experience what he already promised you before you even were born. So come out of your fear. I encourage you to come out of your fear. Come out of your fear today and step out on faith and please God. Faith pleases God. Our faith pleases God. And so the people, the children of Israel, they said, no, Lord, we won't go. We won't go because we're afraid. We want to stay where we were. We want to go back to where we came from. And so the Lord sentenced them to wander in the wilderness, wilderness for 40 years until the entire generation died out because they didn't want to go. So the second story here is this, the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. And in Sodom and Gomorrah, they were dealing with a lot of immorality, uh, sexual immorality, that is. Um, they were dealing with all kind of sexual perversion. And this place had gotten so bad that it reached God, and God sent two angels to destroy the place completely. And so I really believe that this is a warning for someone. Whatever you have done, whatever, whatever you've done, God wants you to lay it down to him, bring it to him. Because if you conceal and you hide it and think that God doesn't know about it, well, he already does. He's right there, even when you've done what you've done. He knows everything that we do. So when you begin to conceal your sin, he will expose it. But when you give it to him, you bring it to him and confess what you've done. Ask God for forgiveness and repent of your sin. God will conceal it himself. So he just wants you to come to him and tell him what it is that, you have done we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of god so what we do is we don't expect to clean ourselves up god cleans us up all he wants us to do is come to him confess what we've done ask god for forgiveness and he wants us to repent of that stuff you know repentance is just you change your mind about what you were doing and you no longer do those things anymore you walk away from it you want the will of god in your life so when we're in a relationship with god that's a it's a blessing that we're in a relationship with god that we can depend on god our hope is in Jesus Christ. When we when we've done something that is we feel that is not pleasing to God, our hope is in Jesus Christ. We come to God in our relationship. We say, "Lord, I messed up. Can you forgive me? Can you help me?" And God will clean you up. He will do it. You you we're too weak. We can't do it on our own strength. God does it. He does it for us. All He wants us to do is just surrender. Just bring it to Him and talk to Him about it. Just as like I'm just like I'm talking to you now today. Just just bring your concern to him. Bring what it is that you've done to him. He's not going to condemn you, but he will convict you. Conviction actually lifts us up, lifts us out of the pit and brings us to light. It brings us to him. So when he convicts us, it's a good thing that we're being convicted. God wants you to come to him. These two stories gives us real examples of what happened in the Old Testament. The fate of those who were rebellious towards God, that were disobedient towards God. And we want to be obedient towards God. We want to do what God is telling us to do. And so you might have people in your ear. You might have whatever you going on around you to try to stop you from doing what God is telling you to do. Choose to do what the spirit of the living God is speaking to you to do. You know, so as I come to a close, I want to um, end with this. So we know that Jude is writing this letter to those who are called in the love of God and care of Jesus Christ. I believe God is saying he wants to use you. He wants to use your voice. He wants to speak through you to speak the true gospel of Jesus Christ, to live the true gospel of Jesus Christ to a people who are lost and also to a people who have a false concept 
about who he is. I encourage you to accept the call that's on your life and stand up for the true gospel of Jesus Christ by speaking the truth and also living the truth. I pray that this message was helpful to you on today, you guys. I'm so very excited about what God is doing in your life in this second half of the year. I want you to chase after God like never before. You know, I'm always praying for you. If no one's told you today, I'm telling you, I love you, but Jesus Christ loves you so much more. Go out and inspire the world around you to be purpose unstoppable.